Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. We did it, folks. Made it through another week of the pandemic. Happy Friday to you. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. on this Friday evening, keeping you uh, hopefully informed and entertained. we got a big, fun show. Second hour, we'll uh, do- uh, talk to Russ in Gainesville, play Never Have I Ever. Uh, but you know as well as I do, this is a big weekend here at WSB Radio, your home of the dogs. It's the Georgia Bulldogs kickoff weekend. Started to start the show. We're going to talk to uh, WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black and legendary Bulldog and now a member of the broadcast team, Eric Zier. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm Mark, so happy fantastic. to be back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll start with uh, Eric Zier, Jay. Uh, first off, Z, um, I've I've known you for years. I've known about you for decades, and I swear to God, I still don't know how to properly spell your last name. I get it wrong the first time all the time. What what's up with the spelling of Zier? Well, well, it's it's German, so that it's it's E I E R. Yeah, I was uh, I always want to throw is, another R in there somehow or something. Well, listen, you you are not alone. <laughs> the, the vast majority of the world spells spells my last name wrong, but it, you keep going. It's okay. I, I'm used to it. I literally every time I try to tweet out your name, I misspell it the first time, and I got to go back and correct it. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't talked how, before. We get to uh, tomorrow's big game against Arkansas. Uh, how have you been doing during the the pandemic, Eric? Everything good with you and your family? It is. Thank you for asking. Everything is is really good. The family is healthy and. Uh, everybody is in, in really good shape, you know, in, in so many ways, being able to uh, or having to work from, from home. We've, we've been able to go experience a lot, of, a lot of things together that typically you don't. So in a, in a time where there's so much, you know, emotional fear and, uh, and for so many, some economic fear that, that's out there, really been blessed in a lot of ways. So everybody is good here. I appreciate you asking. No problem. So tomorrow it's a road game kicking off the season on the road in Arkansas. Are you are are you traveling with the team? Are you going to be broadcasting from Athens? What's the setup going to be like tomorrow? No, so we're here in Arkansas right now. We actually so everything about the travel schedules have been disrupted. We're not traveling with the team as we normally do. We flew commercial out. Um, obviously, it was a limited flight when, in terms of people, and we had all kinds of social distancing on the on the plane as anybody would have now flying out. But we're here in Arkansas. Uh, we're going to be broadcasting from the from the field, so we'll be up in the booth. We have a truncated staff so in the in the booth, so not everybody will be in the booth as a part of our of our normal team and a normal year. Um, but but we will be here, and we are here, and and uh, we'll be bringing the game uh, in in live color, if you will, uh, to the Bulldog Nation. Uh, speaking of people that won't be at the game, WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black. Jay, uh, you, you're not making the trip. What what happened, buddy? Um. Well, I can I can handle most of my duties remotely, yeah. except the one duty, which is to guard 
the cookies <laughs> in the booth. Yeah. But I forgot to bring them uh, to the Sugar Bowl. Oh. And so did Scott Howard. Oh. So I think that's my my punishment is I had to draw the short straw. Uh, for the Arkansas game because I forgot the Nutter Butters. No, no. Even though we won the Sugar Bowl uh, handily, <laughs> Eric. So, you know, I think I should get a reprieve for that. Well, I think you should as well. Listen, I, it may be the new trend and probably a trend that we need because you're not going to be there to protect the cookies uh, from everybody there on the on the front row that it is. Um, listen, the fact that we won the Sugar Bowl and played so well, uh, that might be the new superstition. No cookies. In the booth. The legendary Larry Munson Nutter Butters. He once commented years ago when I was up in the booth, crashing the booth, as I will often do uh, in Athens, and uh, I was housing the, uh, the Nutter Butters. Larry's like, what's with this guy eating all the Nutter Butters? And I think that's when Jay instituted it. Uh, Eric Zier and Jay Black on the Mark Aaron Show. Jay, set up the program schedule for us tomorrow. Very excited for the Bulldog football season. We've got the uh, we've got the full gang ready to go from uh, different locations, but we will have our regular coverage for you starting at high noon with the Dog Talk pregame. Jeff Dantzler and Kevin Butler will have that for you. Then our tailgate show will start at 1 o'clock with Neil Hondo Williamson leading the way with Eric and uh, Lauren Smith and then uh, Scott Howard. And Eric will have the call at uh, 4 o'clock. Dogs are a 26-point favorite, and uh, all the giant intrigue is going to be who will take the ball at quarterback for this year opener. No doubt. So I, I became a Georgia Bulldog fan at the feet of Mr. Larry Munson. So I have just innately his pessimism, uh, Eric, about the Bulldogs every year. I'm never optimistic about the Dogs. Do I have reason to be pessimistic this year? We're missing so many folks. We don't know who the quarterback is. What do we expect this year? Uh, Mark, I, I think there are a lot of questions coming into into this year for so many teams because of the disruption that you've had in in the off season. Everybody's had to deal with it. But I think when you look at the University of Georgia and the fact that we were bringing in a new offensive coordinator and we had so many of our offensive line leave, a new quarterback, um, a, a new running back that, that's going to be in place as a full-time ball carrier, a lot of holes to fill on the offensive side of the of, of the football. Um, and when you have no spring practice and you're not able to get together in the offseason the way that you normally would, uh, I think that, that gives some reason maybe for some pessimism or, or maybe some doubt. Uh, to ease that, though, everybody's had to go through that. And I think the teams that are going to find ultimate success this year are, are teams that can lean on a dominant defense, and that is what the, the, the Bulldogs do have at their disposal, at, at our disposal. Uh, it's a team, a defensive unit that brings a lot of guys back that played at phenomenally high levels last year. It's a defense that can win us a national championship, and we've got enough talent on the offensive side of the ball with five-star recruit after five-star recruit that's really reloading in these different positions that will give them some time, even with all the disruption in the offseason, to get their feet wet playing in, in major college football until they get comfortable and we can implement Coach Munkin's full offensive game plan, that defense should be strong enough to carry the load, especially early on, along with what should be uh, another great running attack from this Georgia offense. I think we're going to be fine, but for everybody, a lot of question marks coming in just because you haven't been able to get together 
like you normally do. Eric Zier and Jay Black from the Bulldog Broadcast Team joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Tomorrow's opener, season opener. Yes, we're having a football season in Arkansas. Our coverage starts at noon, kickoff at 4 on your home of the dogs. Uh, Eric, you mentioned the defense, uh, and, and that should be a strength this year, and that's great. Defense wins championships. We all know that old adage. Is this Bulldog team, do we know yet, is it going to be a running team, a passing team, uh, a mixture of both? Or do any way know which way Kirby Smart's leaning with this squad? Yeah, it's, it's going to be a mixture of both. You know, it, I think even if you look at years past, we want to be a balanced football team. I think that's going to hold true. I think we will be more wide open and give uh, some some different looks, some more spread looks than, than we have historically. We're going to try to get our quarterbacks, whomever it may be, uh, out on the edge more and, and threaten defenses that way. Um, but we still will be balanced. The DNA of this team, the strength of this team is at our running back position. It is with that offensive line, although they are they are new. So where I think that we're going to have some, some different looks and some different schemes in the passing game that will be exciting and the fans will, will love, we're still going to be a football team that wants to be balanced and wants to be able to run the football because that is a recipe, regardless of how you get there, with what kind of scheme you get there in, running the football, playing great defense, those things do win championships, um, but having the ability to get a little bit more explosive than we were maybe last year uh, is something that no doubt we want to be as well. Jay Black, we know the NFL loves Georgia Bulldogs. A lot of first-round picks perennially. Who are the NFL scouts going to be looking at on this year's Bulldogs team for next year's draft? Oh, man. Um, uh, Trey Hill at center. Uh, Jamari Sawyer will be the new left tackle. He has not played a whole lot, but he's got the size and the strength that you know, just she should just fall in line behind all of the other uh, Georgia players, Isaiah Wynn, Andrew Thomas, who've gone on uh, to the NFL. And on the, on the defensive side of the ball, all the linebackers, I think, have got NFL potential. N'Kobe Dean, Aziz Ojalari, Nolan Smith, uh, Trevon Walker, the, one of the sophomores up front. Jordan Davis, I think, is the best player on the defense. He's Ooh. a junior tackle. Eric, he's 350 pounds, and he's all man. Eric Zier's not going to question his manhood, Jay Black. So you just no, I understand. going to leave that hanging right there. Um, <laughs> so I'm assuming, again, it's been such a weird offseason, no spring, et cetera, et cetera. I'm assuming Alabama's going to be amazing. Do we know, Z, who our main competition in the in the Eastern Conference is, though? Well, in the Eastern Conference, it's, it's got to be Florida. A lot of people are, are picking Florida over Georgia this year. They've got experience coming back at the at the quarterback position. They've been close in the past couple of years. Uh, so Florida will be up there as a as a team to to watch and to beat in the East. Uh, Kentucky has got a a very very good football team uh, th- this year as well. But I I think the the East is going to come down between Georgia and, and Florida. I think as the two elite teams in the East as of right now. And uh, on the west side of the, the the ledger, you've got Alabama, of course, that is um, has just made a living out of being one of the top teams in the country. Uh, they are probably the favorite going in this year. Auburn has got a, a has got a great uh, a great football team, and they will be a power. Texas A and M should be good again. LSU lost an awful lot, but they uh, have got so much talent that they can go replace all those departing pieces from from last year. I think they're going to be uh, a very talented football team as well. But I, you know, I think right now if you've got to pick the top four or five, it's probably Georgia and Florida in the East, Auburn, Alabama. Uh, and then a Texas A&M in the West, and LSU may sneak in there again as well. So, uh, again, four, five, six teams that are going to be right up at the top 
uh, of the national polls, even when everybody gets back to playing football. Obviously, the, the Big Ten just voted themselves back into the, mm-hmm. into the college football. Pac-12 has done it as well. Uh, but but those, there are five or six just elite teams uh, in the SEC and, and maybe a couple more that can sneak into that status as well. Eric, love it, love it. Thanks for the insight, Jay Black, as well. Again, tomorrow, Georgia's football season starts for real in front of how many fans we don't know, but it'll be the smallest crowd that Eric Zier calls a Bulldog game in front of in his career. Coverage at noon, kickoff at 4 p.m. here on your Home of the Dogs. Z, bring us home a victory, my friend. Sounds great. Great hearing your voice, Mark. I look forward to seeing you soon. Likewise, brother. Thank you uh, to Eric Zier, WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black. Now this is real. Now it's real. We're going to have a real football game here tomorrow on your Home of the Dogs. Again, our coverage starts at noon, kickoff at 4. I'm pessimistic. I, I This team's going to go 1-9, and nine, Longoria. Probably not, but I okay. just, I just I, every year I think, oh, this is it. We're, we're horrible. We're horrible. <laughs> Never going to happen. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, we're going to have a fun Friday show. I, 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 wanna, I want the weekend to start as early as possible. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aaron, back after these messages. Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. 626, 73 degrees on Peachtree Street with you till 8 in the p.m. tonight as we are every night Monday through Friday. Bulldogs tomorrow. Coverage at noon. Kickoff at 4 on your home of the dogs. The news not all good in college football though, Loti Chuck. As my as the only fellow uh, Division One athlete on the staff, I'm going to direct this conversation toward you. Nice. Uh, Georgia State Panthers. Uh, our buddy Dave Cohen does the mm-hmm. play-by-play for them on the radio. Uh, their game tomorrow has been postponed in Charlotte out of an abundance of caution. Uh, Georgia State's postponed its Saturday game at Charlotte due to COVID positive tests and contact tracing. Teams are scheduled to play at Charlotte's Jerry Richardson Stadium Saturday at noon on ESPNU. Not been determined uh, when the game could be rescheduled. Uh, Georgia State is scheduled to host East Carolina October 3rd at noon at Center Park Stadium. And our buddy uh, Allison Mastrangelo from Channel 2 says she thinks her sources are telling her that it was Georgia State folks that okay. tested positive. So uh, I hope everyone's okay. But that's that's where I would not be surprised if we see a postpone of a, a Georgia Bulldog game at some point this year because of the Rona. Uh, Chris Chandler, is very, he's got a big smile on his face. He's about to do his last newscast of the week. We'll come back after that. 404-872-0750. It's Friday. Let's have fun on the Mark Aram Show. This is Cal Penn, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. I come from Seven four no no six thirty nine seventy four degrees on Peachtree Street. I got a little dyslexic with the clock and the thermometer there. Thermometer. Mark Aram and the bananas with you till eight. Uh, in one hour, we're going to play Never Have I Ever with Russ and Gatesville. Can I talk about uh, Halloween a little bit more? Hell yeah, absolutely. All right. So um, we talked about Halloween. What are kids going to do this this year? I didn't really talk about what what people without kids are going to do. Uh, Deborah and I don't have kids. Are you going to put ki- uh, candy out? What are you going to do? No, our neighborhood doesn't want to hand out candy. They uh, sent a letter, uh, so they are going to have kids walk around. Yeah. But we're not like supposed to. a parade. To- yeah, they're going to be. you throw a- candy at them? Well, they asked us not to give anything out, so I guess. <laughs> Hit Steve with a chunky bar in the head. Yeah. That's how our neighborhood <laughs> is handling it. Fire full of kids. That would be fun. We do decorate. That's <laughs> okay. about it. Yeah. So you, there won't be, you won't be buying candy? And- they asked us not to. Okay. The HOA. Freaking HOAs. Oh, they're the worst. HOAs. I ignore them. The worst. The 
the worst. Just they ignore are. them. Unless they're listening, I love mine. Nah, but they're, they're awful. The worst. Ignore them all. Yeah. Uh, you have kids, Longoria. Have you made a dis- Has your wife decided yet what you're going to do with the kids? <laughs> no, we kind of talked about it last night. I, I suggested that we make little baggies for all the kids and stuff and just kind of put them out and see if they come by and pick them up. But I don't know. Like, like baggies of candy? You like know? a $5 bag, a $10 bag? <laughs> no, baggies of candy. An ounce? <laughs> um, We're talking marijuana. <laughs> all right, so I had this, I think, what I think is a great idea before the show. I was chatting up with uh, Cheryl Castro, our beloved news anchor there, and... Um, she is. She has kids. Doesn't know what they're going to do. She's homeschooling her kids. Vi- digital learning, mm-hmm. virtual learning, virtual learning, and doesn't you know feel comfortable? Well, she's not sending him to school. Should she send him out trick or treating? You know, is that hypocritical? Whatever. I, I might have just sold out, Cheryl. Sorry about that. Uh, but here's the idea I had. Right? What's the biggest draw for for the kids on Halloween, Longoria? Candy, candy, and dressing up. Dressing up. Those are the two big things, right? Especially for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little girls. Chuck's little girl, Jackson Abernathy, Hainsbridge the third, too young to know what's going on on no, Halloween. He's gonna be a little dinosaur. Here's my idea. You ready? And I said this to Cheryl Castro, and I think it's brilliant. But I do tend to think all my ideas are brilliant. Right. Instead of trick or treating, have Lily Grace and Livia okay. dress up. Instead of going trick or treating, have them put on their costume. You take them to like Walmart, and you give them twenty bucks, and you'd be like, you could take it just the candy aisle, or you can open up to the whole Walmart and be like. Go do what you got. You have $20 to spend on whatever you want right now. Do you think your kids would enjoy that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. They get to dress up, and they get, like, I don't know, your your oldest is seven now? Yes. Is it, like $20, years, $20 to a seven-year-old, that's like a million bucks, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Buy whatever they want. So instead of trick-or-treating, you take your kids to Walmart or Target or... Little so, Foods or wherever, um, and you just say, hey, here's 20 bucks. Happy Halloween. Go to town. What do so we think? We're thinking that going to Walmart is safer than walking around outside in a neighborhood? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Only because they're not. The no, no, thing. here, okay. because you're not getting candy handed, you know, that's been that's been handled by other people. Yeah, you're you just don't... touching everything that everything, everyone else just yeah, touched I, at Walmart. I don't know, man. I, like, <laughs> All of a sudden, Chuck's the germ patrol. I, I'm just saying, I, you can't can tell me that you can't. That you can't, kids can't go out and trick or treat, but they can all funnel into a Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> oh come on. Ever at least everyone in Walmart's wearing a mask. Um, they they They're supposed to be outside and socially distant from everybody. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so all right, all right, all right. I'm just... all right. He's not on board. Dr. Fauci, <laughs> no, just, obvious, Dr. Just, Fauci. Dr. Fauci says no go on that. What do you think, Long? I, I, I think like the, the idea. I think uh, the kids it, would it's enjoy a, it. It's a good idea. I mean, uh, but, you know, they they trying to tell a kid not to touch stuff in a store. Go is, ahead and uh, touch it. I don't care. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, just sanitize when they're done. Here's here's one uh, benefit that I didn't mention. <laughs> okay. Like, you, if, if you decide to go trick-or-treating, it's going to be more hit or miss than ever this year, right? You're not going to know what neighborhoods to go to. Like you might say, oh, we'll go to Deborah's fancy neighborhood and they're not giving out anything, right? right so right. you take the hit and miss element out of it, knowing that the kids, I don't know. I still, aside with from uh, Chuck Fauci says, I think it's a- <laughs> I'm just going to buy him a bag of candy and throw it on the floor. Listen, the president like, says go, he can't even ahead. hurt kids anyway. So the kids yeah, are going to be a You just have like a Halloween piñata. Yeah, that was the, I was yeah, literally thinking piñata. that. I was thinking that. And have the kids just go go to town on the piñata. I never saw the appeal. No offense to your cultures, but the, I don't understand the piñata. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's oh, you gotta have blasphemous. One. What do you yeah. mean? You don't understand it. I don't understand it. you're an adult and you're about half schwacked. And you what, do we, to... I mean, do you, what do you not understand about it? You don't like candy? I do. I don't understand the appeal. Like, what are the rules? 
You get blindfolded, you spin around, and then you just beat it until the candy comes yeah. out. All right, but yeah. that's what happens. When the candy comes out, yeah. what happens? Everybody, Everybody runs, runs and tries to grab it. It's a yeah. free-for-all. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm not a fan of free-for-alls. <laughs> <laughs> So, so your only your only your only thing about the piñata is that it's it's a free for all at the end of yeah. it. Yeah, but as can, a Division One athlete, you probably been, get there yeah, faster you than a lot of people right up your alley. I, I had elbow surgery. I might get damaged. I don't know. I, I, I... piñatas are a blast. Yeah. Uh, you never went to a party with one, did you? I did, and two kids lost their eyes with a oh, stick. Stop. Well, that's the parents' fault. Oh, all right. But, all yeah, right. It's bad parents. Um, anyway, i just throwing it out there. What do you think of my 20-buck Walmart Halloween idea? Chuck's a no. Longo's a maybe. Deborah stopped listening 20 minutes ago. <laughs> 404-872-0750-1800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. It's Friday on the Mark Aram Show. Speaking of those demonstrations, little guy, uh, we are going to keep an eye on them. And if they uh, escalate, as they tend to do when the sun goes down, we got you live here. Word on the street coming in at 8 p.m. So uh, if anything does happen with the protesters, you'll hear here live on WSB Radio. Why My Walmart candy idea is uh, getting accolades on Twitter, despite what uh, Chuck Fauci says. Uh, Glenn Warren says, great idea. You'll come out ahead. Candy <laughs> is expensive. Idea. It's a great idea. <laughs> They're just humoring you. No, it's a great idea. <laughs> Don't be... You're, you're such a... You, you, you know, everybody that, that's telling you it's a good idea doesn't have kids. You're such a Karen. Stop worrying. <laughs> Stop. Oh, that's the okay, worst. that hurts me. Yeah. That, that hurts. That I, I even promised myself I would never use that uh, phrase, so I, I take that back, Chuck. Right. Um, you know what? Yes. Star of the show. Bruce. Uh, Bruce, Bruce, will Bruce take, would take him to Walmart. He'll take your yeah, kids to right. Walmart. He doesn't care. He Bruce doesn't care. Bruce doesn't care. Westside Walt joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Walt? Hey, buddy. I'm sitting in this uh, 75 North traffic just loving it. Uh, hey, Mark, I need directions to Longoria's porch, first of all. Okay, for? For uh, my candy uh, bag. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Just go on, find him on Craigslist. Yeah. He does he does most of those on Craigslist. Hey, just wanted to make a quick point. I was just uh, looking at social media at lunch, and one of the captions, one of the restaurant retailers handing a bag of food out the window, and I'm just trying to associate, wouldn't that be the same thing as handing some kids some candy? Well, I assume there's, like, safety protocols at a restaurant, right? Like when I go to, uh, I went to Chick-fil-A before the show. Like the the person that handed me the the food had a glove have gloves on. I would imagine the the people in uh, you know Longoria's neighborhood aren't sanitizing after every kid or something like that. I don't know. I mean, I mean, you could, I guess. But know? I just think, listen, if that I think that is guaranteed to have a good time for the kids. It's it's weather safe, right? Even if it rains, if it snows, whatever. You're inside the Walmart. You're fine. You know you're going to get your candy. You know you're not getting uh, any razor blades? I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's a great idea. Um, Valerie joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Val. Hi. How you doing? Excellent. What's going on? Oh, not much. I was sitting here thinking. I had another idea about Halloween, but I love your Walmart idea because when I was a kid, I remember one time we got 20 bucks for Christmas to buy anything we wanted. And to this day, I remember going in the store and picking it out. It was wonderful. What did you What so, did you get? Do you remember? Yes, um, we used to travel back and forth to see my grandma, and she sent us the money. So my sister and I got these little um, suitcases to go with. Oh, yeah. very nice, very nice. What's my, your What's your idea for Halloween this year? 
Well, kind of like hiding Easter eggs, you could do a candy hunt. A candy hunt, Longoria. I like it. Yeah. And that way, if people want to stay at home, they can. Yeah. And an extra added twist for the little bit older crowd, you could hide it like maybe in the bottom of a bucket of goo, or you could have sound machines go off when they reach for it, or a skeleton. Oh, make it a, make it a scary kind of thing. Yeah, for you know, like eight and up or something yeah. like that. That's so, interesting. Yeah. Did you have? Can you play tricks on the pinata? Can you have bad stuff in a pinata? Is that ever a thing? Absolutely. Oh yeah, like, like an adult. Like there's been adult. I'm no, I mean like nails or. Oh. Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe nothing like nails. Yeah. You'll have some but I've gone to adult there. parties where they <laughs> fill them with adult things. Adult stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Sam's in McDonough. Sam, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, man. Y'all sounding great tonight. Thank you, brother. Got a good idea, but what about a simple game to keep the kids at home and do a spin the bottle, put candy all around and <laughs> let them spin the bottle and get get the candy that way. Okay, so not like the spin the bottle that we played, but spin the spin the <laughs> yeah, bottle for candy. Like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't think Longoria wants his five-year-old no, no. playing spin. But no. that's not, so you get around in a circle, um, and you put all the candy around in a circle. You have good stuff, and then you have like Mike and Ike's. And they have to spin the bottle, and they Throw either some raisins in there. Yeah, they they either land on the raisins or they land on the full size Snickers. I like that. A different kind of spin the bottle, folks. Calm down, relax. Uh, we're we're just spitballing, brainstorming on Halloween. I like my Target Walmart twenty dollar idea. Twitter agrees the bananas don't. Your thoughts four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Uh, I want you guys to think about how many miles the average adult walks in a lifetime. Don't Google it. Just think about it. How many miles the average adult walks in a lifetime? I'll give you that number when we come back after news, weather, and traffic. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Whole family's here tonight. Deborah Green produces the show. Shlongoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Beefsteak Charlie screams them calls. Coming up in 30 minutes, we're going to play Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Going to continue to take calls on my... Well, let's just say the social media is calling it a brilliant idea. I am not calling okay, it a Trump. brilliant idea. Oh, yeah. All right, Trump. A lot uh. of people are saying this is a brilliant idea. Not sure what to do with the little ones for Halloween. 12 and under, I would say. Who's going to have candy? What do we do? Is it safe to trick or treat? My, again, people are saying it's a brilliant idea. Uh, people are talking. Greatest Halloween ever. Greatest Halloween ever. Instead of trick or treating, have the kids dress up and you take them to Walmart or Target. You give them... Uh, a couple of C notes, 20 bucks, and say, hey, whatever you want, go knock it out, kid. They can go to the candy aisle, the toy aisle, whatever. Um, not the booze aisle, obviously. And I just think kids would, I would love that. They get to dress up and they get all the stuff they want anyway. And that it, present, it prevents you from having to do. They hand out the candy, the walk around the neighborhood. It could be raining. I don't know. Uh, people are calling it brilliant. 
You, you, I'll leave that up to you. I'll leave that up to you see to, one person. to judge. 404-872-0750, your thoughts on that. Danny and Mac, hang on one second. Uh, how many miles does the average human, Chuck, walk in a lifetime? The research. How many miles? Miles in an average lifetime does a human walk? Oh, I... 10,000. 10,000 miles. Holy smokes. Longoria, how many miles? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say about that. Bye bye your reaction. I'm going to go a little lower. So I'm going to go go 5,000. 74,000 miles. Oh, you snake. Yeah. You won, Chuck. 74,000? You won. I got him to price his right. So you won. But 74,000? Isn't that nuts? I I mean, I'm no way I'm going to hit that. No. A, because I'm not going to live an average lifetime. Yeah, but the amount of times you go from the traffic center to the bathroom, you That's probably true. make up That's for the average That's a lot of steps. Person. All right, so here we go. A uh, study of 2,000 adults, and this is uh, internationally, I believe, because Chuck made a good point during the break. Yeah. Chinese folk are probably walking more yes. than American folk, Everybody's right? Everybody's walking oh, yeah. more than us. People than us, in yeah. South America. Everywhere in Europe. Everywhere. Yeah. Everyone in the world walks more than Americans. Yes. So I think this is a worldwide total. 2,000 adults. Uh, each adult typically takes 6,839 steps a day amounting to just under two and a half million steps a year. That's approximately 1,182 miles each year. So the average person, not me, the average person walks 1,100 miles a year or 74,462 miles over an average lifetime. That is a jaw-dropping number. I never would have, I would have been with you guys 10,000. Yeah. 70. That seems like a lot. 4,000. Do you guys have those step counters? I have one. Yeah. My does wife it, does. Does it help you? Like, do you, do you consciously walk more knowing? It gives you little reminders like, hey, you haven't walked in I don't want so that crap. Long. Well, you yeah. can shut it off, okay. but it does tell you that. And I use it more at the gym than anything else yeah. to kind of track my uh, When you see it in rate. front, like on your watch or on your phone, when it, when it's, then it, I know people that they walk a whole lot They're conscious. I th- yeah, see, yeah, I think yeah, I would yeah, do yeah. that. If I see how slack I am. Yeah, then you're like, ugh, I yeah. get up for That's why minutes. I get that thing on the average screen time was up 8%. Like, you ever get those things on your, you guys yeah. are Android yeah. users. Yeah, we have them, yeah. Yeah, it's like, so Apple has this thing where it tells you your average screen time a week. It's ridiculously high for me. But it'll tell me like, oh, you were up 8% last week or you were down 14%. <laughs> so I consciously go, all right, put my phone down oh, for no, a while. Yeah. I think I would do that. Yeah, I don't want reminders though. Well, you, I have it set that way. That's yeah, all. Yeah, you're fancy like that. Uh, 404-872-0750. Danny joins us in Gainesville. Danny, thanks for hanging on, bud. What's cooking? Hey there. Uh, I was just responding to your, your Walmart idea. I think that it's probably going to be, I guess, more risky for coronavirus, but I don't think people will care as much. Um, I, I feel like people will get upset and about, the, about trick-or-treating normally. Because um, the news is going to talk about it, but mm-hmm. they don't. They don't care about just going to Walmart. And also, um, you asked earlier. Some other caller asked about um, putting a putting bad things in pinatas. And I think the worst thing to put in a pinata would be probably bees or wasps. That would be yeah. That would be a bad thing. Is that that's not a tradition south of the border? I don't Green, know right? anybody that puts a live <laughs> insect in the pinata. So I know no. we Americanize most of Mexican culture, right? I mean, the the food is all Americanized. Right. In Mexico, uh-huh. a are pinatas a thing? Absolutely. And B, what do they put in them as opposed to what American? The, uh, uh, it's the, the same stuff. You're gonna them. have candy and small toys. Okay. Yeah. Same candy thing. and small toys, Longoria. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. All right. What kind of toys? 
little uh, plastic things. Yeah, little tops. Like things and, that you okay. get out of those quarter machines okay. and stuff like, like that. Yeah, like little cheapy toys yeah. like that. Not like matchbox cars or... Uh, if they're in a little plastic thing, okay. maybe, yeah. yeah. Nothing too heavy that's going to no, smash no, a kid no. in exactly, the Exactly, because it's still meant for little kids. All right, interesting. I'm still anti... Oh, I forgot to ask that I'm caller. anti-piñatas. I am, I am anti-piñatas. Mac is in Stone Mountain. Mac, welcome to the show. What's up, buddy? On the yeah, on the on the miles, I thought it was like a million miles. A million miles. This isn't a Volvo. This these are two human legs. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but when you're a young kid, you're, oh, you're running, running around, around everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> That's and a good as point. you get older, you just get tired of moving that fast. Longoria, you know? put one of those step counters on your daughters. See how many steps they <laughs> take. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'll I do put, it this weekend. I put my old one on my dog once and nope. it just stopped registering. Oh, it didn't you yeah. register your dog? No, no. What do you think about my Walmart idea, Mac? I think it's I think it's a pretty good idea. Would you say I it's mean, brilliant? I, yeah, brilliant idea. Yeah, I, I think would go with that. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's I like to put a wasp nest in some. I mean, a yellow jacket nest in something. You, you, I are, just got done stepping over a couple of those the other day. Are you an apiarist? What, what are bee people called? Apier, are you an apiarist? Are you into bees? You got a little fetish with the bees. No, I just can't stand. I just accidentally stepped on top of one of their little hives in the ground the oh, other yeah. day when I was cutting the grass, and Maya, they decided uh, to eat me like a yard dog. Maya, my uh, my wife now. I almost said fiance again. I think she saw a murder hornet the other day. No way. Yeah, we were. Oh. I was too scared to look. We were walking the dogs, <laughs> and she's walking Bosco, and I'm walking Deuce. And Deuce, Deuce is full of energy, so he's always in front of Bosco. And Maya and, and Bosco were lagging behind. And my, I hear, holy smokes. I was like, what's going on? She goes, look at the size of this hornet. It's like the size of two of my thumbs. And I'm like, I'm not coming. I'm not going to look. <laughs> You're crazy. not going to save her? Yeah, way to protect your wife. Well, she, wasn't, she wasn't in danger. She was just pointing oh, it out. Okay. And I was already, you know, 20 years Running already. Yeah, was, <laughs> come on, dude. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I think I think there's a, mor- a murder hornet in my neighborhood. Nice. Uh, Jillian's in Jacksonville, of all places. Hey, Jillian, what's going on? Yeah, that's your uh, Walmart and Target idea. That's nothing new. They had that out in Pennsylvania two years, uh, ten years ago. Really? And the, yes. And they the do trick or treating because of COVID, or so they had kids. they had COVID in Pennsylvania ten years ago. Yep. Oh wow! Look at that. Sure did. There you go. So you don't think it's a brilliant idea, Jillian? Well, it's all right. Yeah, it's, it's all right. good for the kids, but it's not. Um, what are you going to do you for know, Halloween, they Jillian? Didn't charge, they didn't charge the children either. Yeah, yeah, no. I don't think there should be a cover charge at Walmart. <laughs> this is um, like $20 or something. No, no, like the parents give the kids 20 bucks and say, hey, no, go. No, I mean, the kids would just go in dressed up and come out. What are you talking Someone about? Someone would go to the two grocery stores and... But the, Target and sure. Walmart and others wouldn't, you know. Yeah, but the, I want the kids to be able to buy candy and stuff. Well, that's what they were giving them, candy. They weren't just going in there and running out, running back out. Yeah. All right. What, do you, what are you doing for uh, Halloween, Jillian? Scaring everybody. There you go. Well, you scared me. Including Boo. myself. Boo. Be safe, Jillian. <laughs> uh, Bill in Rock Mart on a motorcycle. Bill, welcome to the show. How are you? <laughs> Real good. How you doing? Excellent. What's going on, brother? Hey, I guess they didn't check the uh, tire building workers at Toyo and up here in White, Georgia. What are you talking about? Because man, uh, for the walking, because we we average 
25,000 steps a day. Wow. Is that What do you average, Deb? You're the most active member of the Mark Aram Show. About 12 to 13, depending on what I'm doing. So Bill and Rockmar is doubling the most active member of the Mark Aram Show. Yeah. Well, I am sitting in a studio for that like is hours true. at a time. Why, why are you getting so many steps on that uh, meter, Bill? Because uh, the machines that we run are huge, and you are just, it is nonstop walking around the machine for 12 hours to keep it running. I'm trying to think what job I've had where I would have put the most steps in. Like a waiter, maybe? I think when I was a waiter in an Italian restaurant. Between going back to the kitchen to the tables, bathroom. Division one athlete? I was was in the prime of my life. I could carry nine plates in one in each arm. I was a a master at the the plate. And the tray, hold the tray over the head. I had really strong wrists from that. That was probably the job I did. The, The least was when I ran the hot dog cart. That there was no walking there. Yeah, I'd pull the car out, cart out, and put it on the side of the street, and that was it. And I would just sit there and eat hot dogs all day, much like Chuck eating hot dogs on his couch and drinking beer. I don't know why everybody's giving me shade. <laughs> That's for that. fantastic. <laughs> I want, I just want to imagine what that smell was like. That your told you it's your, man potpourri. Your sister in law even noticed it. Potpourri, Montana potpourri, hot dogs and beer. Mark is in Swanee. Mark, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, bud? Hey, I just wanted to kind of make a comment about the pinata thing. I was at a friend's birthday party this weekend, and I'm in my 40s, and I said, oh, pinata, that's lame. And they said, no, 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 we got to play. So we played, and inside the pinata was airplane bottles of alcohol. Ooh, that all right. Yeah, party. you'll get that. Now, you, now ones, I'm yeah. intrigued. But isn't there just See? one winner, right? Like the first person to, to crack the pinata wins? No, everyone just well, runs like, to it. There's like 30 little bottles in there. Everyone gets a little something. something. No, no, but I'm saying like the person, like who, how do you determine who actually wields the stick to whack the pinata? Uh, it's usually like if it's a kid's birthday, that go, they go So the first. birthday kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the birthday kid goes first and then everybody else in line. Usually the smaller kids first and then you get your older kids. Because you know the older kids are going to be able to knock it out. Yeah, yeah. Did, did, but it's blindfolded, right? It's yes. blindfolded. And my dad always put it on a pulley so he'd pull yeah. it up and down. Yeah, so, so you mess with it. Your dad's right. evil. Yeah, yeah, you always do that. I only know pinata from that episode of The office where Dwight's like, no, I don't need the blindfold. <laughs> like they, <laughs> they give him the blindfold. He's like, no, 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 I don't need that. And he just whacks it. All right. Airplane bottles of Johnny Walker Black. I could be down with that. All right. Uh, so I, I think a majority of the listeners think my Walmart Halloween idea is brilliant. Not all. Jillian in Jacksonville was not a fan, but I think a majority think it's brilliant. Uh, speaking of mini alcohol bottles, I've got the greatest addition to your man cave, Longoria. Okay. I, I'm, I don't even have a man cave, and I might buy this. It's pretty cool. Stay right there. I'll tell you what it is when we come back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 725, 72 degrees on Peachtree Street. Yeah, that, that's the ticket. All right, you ready for the coolest? I mean, the coolest item for your man cave? This is probably something that both Chuck and Longori would fight over. You ready? Yes. You heard of Qantas Airlines in Australia? No. No. Qantas. It's the official airline of Australia. Sure. Crocodile Dundee took Qantas over. All right, All right there you go. Uh, it recently retired its fleet of Boeing 747 jets giving its uh, aviation fans the chance to bring home a piece of the airline. They are selling, because it's a new configuration, whatever, whatever, 1,000 fully stocked bar carts. Okay, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, How that, that cool, cool would that be to I'd have one of those. in your man yeah. cave, right? <laughs> like, you know the carts, for those that you haven't flown before, they have these carts, these metal carts that they push down the aisle, 
and hey, uh, what do you want, Chuck? Uh, ginger ale. What do you, you know? Fully stocked. Like, what a cool bar item that would be. Uh, these will be stocked with goods. You ready for this? Champagne. Australian wine cookies, which I have no idea, but they sound delicious. Australian wine cookies. Pajamas. <laughs> Qantas pajamas. Okay. Qantas first class shared in throw pillows. The airline said the carts, which were removed from the planes before they were flown to California for retirement, are stocked with goods, including uh, Tim Tam cookies and the throw pill. That I just think, like, if you want something unique, instead of, like, uh, a Deshaun Watson jersey on the wall that Longoria probably has or Chuck... Someone else killed a deer, and then Chuck mounted it <laughs> on his wall. Like, how amazing would that be? Just a, like those metal bar carts; those are fantastic. Especially because you could just wheel it around. The yeah, house. exactly. What a cool addition. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging that. I don't have a man cave, but I you're think gonna I, buy some. I think that would just be a cool, like, you know, uh, what are those called? Conversation piece. Sure. Like, what? What is that? Oh, it's my Qantas bar cart. <laughs> Like, what's the coolest thing you have in your house, like, as a conversation piece? Do you have anything that sticks out? Honestly, no, not really. No? Longoria? The, the insane amount of rock in my house, maybe? Yeah, the stone, no, the amount of yeah. stone? I don't think I have anything Deborah, do you have anything? About. Yeah, like the a, only thing people ask us about are the knives that we made. We put them in a shadow box, so they're that's out. That's cool. We, when we made them, that's yeah. and people are like, what are those for? So that's about it. I would brag and say it's my Emmys in my house. Like the, the That is cool. Dozens yeah. of Emmys that I have... Lined up in my house, Emmy award-winning Mark Aram. But I, but I'm not going to brag and say that. What I do think is I've got every single uh, Sandy Koufax top card, top baseball card ever made in a frame oh, wow. with his picture and his autograph on it. That that's probably the biggest, the best conversation piece I have in my house. That's um, what? Yeah. All right. What, what's the best conversation piece in your house before you buy the? Uh, Stocked bar cart from Qantas. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, everybody. This is Steve Gutenberg, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. Keep listening. Steve Gutenberg thinks my uh, Walmart Halloween idea is a uh, brilliant idea. He just texted me. A lot of people are saying this, Chuck. A lot of people are thinking Brilliant idea. Thank you. Uh, 404-872-0750. Oh, I need you to open up the 100 number because um, all the local lines are full. I need two contestants to play Never Have I Ever with Russ and Gainesville. So two contestants, 1-800-972-8255, 1-800-WSB-TALK. We do have a prize pack to give away as well. Right, Deborah? Yeah, we've got a couple things to give away. All right, a couple things to give away. So coming up in just a second, Never Have I Ever with Russ and Gainesville. Jeff joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, not much. How you doing? Excellent. What's going on, brother? Hey, I'm just heading down south to do a little hurricane cleanup, but I had a little uh, Halloween game for you. Okay. It's called Trick or Drink. <laughs> what are the rules of trick or drink? It's like trick or treating, but it's for people of legal age, you might say. You go okay. And you kind of listen to them and see who's not going to be doing anything. So you go to their house and... Ring the doorbell and you say "trick or drink." So and either they provide a, tr- a drink for you or a beer, or something like that, or you play some kind of trick. Up. Oh, all right. That's an easy. That's an easy, cheap way to get drunk, Longoria, and to get your steps up. Right. You got to walk around the neighborhood. Yeah, there you go. You got to knock out those seventy-nine thousand miles before you know it. Paul's in Lilburn. Paul, welcome to the show. What's going on, brother? Hey, not too much. Um, you you were talking about conversation pieces that you have. Yeah. And I have got sitting above the office 
in my shop is a fuel refill tank for 1985 Buick IMSA car sponsored by RC Cola. What? How'd you wind up with that thing? Well, my old boss had it sitting in a bus, and they were they used to they were using it for racing at one point, and they stuck it in the bus, and they were gonna just haul it off to scrap. And I was like, no, oh, I kind of want that. Interesting. All right, it's that's that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, uh, any cool. I'm such a hoarder, though. So I, Longoria probably doesn't think that's as cool as I do. Ed, what's the uh, best conversation piece in your house, my friend? Well, hey. Um... I don't want to sidetrack, but I'm, I'm trying to brush up on my uh, Mark Aram show trivia. And okay. I have a question for you. All right. Every night when you guys sign off, since the first time I've ever listened to your show, and I think, ah, oh, i got to call them and ask them about that, there must be a good backstory behind why a local Atlanta show puts <laughs> their guests up in the Chicago Miracle Mile Hilton. All right. And also, how many people are typically in your live studio audience? All right. Uh, so do you have it? Can we play what in case, you know, God forbid you don't get to hear the end of the show every night. And I understand folks have real lives, but this is how we close out the show every night. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. So the, the deal behind that is, Ed, back uh, when Oprah had her daily TV show, she would always end her show with that. So okay. we're just kind of making fun of it. So we, no, no guest of the Mark Aram Show is actually uh, staying at the uh, Magnificent Mile Hotel. The live studio audience pre-COVID could get big. Now it's now it's the cleaning staff. They will actually, <laughs> <laughs> basically. They pretty much ignore us. Yeah, they, yeah. No, they will come in and vacuum sometimes <laughs> when I'm on the, the air. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, sadly, no studio audience now except for the cleaning staff. Gotcha. Well, I, I figured that you weren't putting your guests up in uh, in the Omni in Chicago. But no. I, I'm curious I, what the source was. I don't know where we... I guess we'd put them up in uh, Longoria's uh, guest house if we ever had guests staying yeah, from yeah, out of town. We could stay in that one. Yeah, or Deborah's uh, cul-de-sac. You got that futon in your office. I do have a futon in yeah, my office. We, we could put it in there. there. Oh, by the way, remind me. I got to... Uh, Apply for uh, Erickson's office. <laughs> Apply. Again, That's I'm, right. I'm going to snag. No. <laughs> I'm going to snag that from Chuck. All right. Uh, let's play Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville real quick. It's Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Russ is uh, a legend in Hall County. He joins us every Friday uh, for Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. What's going on, Russ? Hey, hey. It's been a crazy day. I'll tell you about it after the game. All right. Oh, there. Good tease, Russ. Good tease. Let's uh, let's meet our contestants. Harris is in Marietta. Harris, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a welder, and I uh, am getting ready for Rosh Hashanah or uh, Yom Kippur. My man, thank you, Harris. That's a Jews nugget, Longoria. Can you do that? Maybe. There we go. Semites. All right. Thank you, you Semites. All right, Harris, you're going to be playing Joe and Noonan. Joe, welcome to the show. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm Joe. I, I used to be a pilot, and then uh, now I'm not. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, you still have it on the resume. Former. You didn't get fired for drunken piloting or anything, did you, Joe? No, 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 no. No. Fair enough. All right, uh, Joe, you're a pilot. How cool would it be to have a uh, bar cart in your uh, man cave? It, you know, if I have one of those, I'd, I'd make my wife pretend to be a flight attendant, <laughs> and then when I when I ask her for a for a ginger ale, yeah, she'll give me the whole can. Little role playing there for Joe and Newton. All right, here's the game. <laughs> Never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. I'm gonna say something, and you guys have to guess whether or not Russ has ever done it or not. Very simple game, very easy game. Harris, we'll start for, uh, with you. Has Russ in Gainesville ever stolen flowers off someone's grave? 
Has Russ in Gainesville? That sounds like something he would do. You said yes? Yeah, that sounds like something he would do. Russ, you ever stolen flowers off someone else's gravesite? Yeah, I think I have. Just playing around it. <laughs> Good job. Harris knows Russ very well. I would have said no on that, but uh, Harris knows. All right, uh, Joe, uh, has Russ in Gainesville ever stiffed a waitress on a tip? Not tipped a waitress or a waiter, I guess. Has he ever stiffed a waiter or a waitress? I'm going to go with yes. You say yes. Russ, you ever stiffed a waiter or waitress? Oh, yes. They make me mad. I don't leave it there. <laughs> How often does that happen, Russ? Uh, it's only once or twice. I mean, you hear about it, so it's like... Yeah. You should always tip, apparently. Yeah, you always tip. Exactly right. All right, never have her ever with Russ and Gainesville. Still looking for a sponsor for this game. I don't know why. Harris, has Russ ever participated in a polar plunge? That's where, uh, you know, in the winter they go swimming and it's freezing. Has Russ ever done the polar plunge before? Hmm. No. No? All right. Uh, Russ, you ever done a polar plunge? Well, not voluntarily, but I had a dog tip over a boat one time I was in <laughs> in the winter time. Oh, that yeah, was freezing. Uh, I was so cold. That's, worst, that's coldest I've ever been. All right, so we're saying no. No polar plunge from Russ. Uh, Joe and Noonan, has Russ in Gainesville ever played with a Ouija board? Has he tried to contact the dead with a Ouija board? What do you think, Joe? I'm going to go with no. Russ, ever used a Ouija board? Yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Can I, can I interrupt the Russ in Gainesville thing for... Uh... For a second. All right, real quick Ouija board story. This is how pathetic I was in college. Broke out freshman year, broke out the Ouija board. And you ever used a Ouija board? You all know what that is? Right, we know what it is, yeah. Yeah. I've never used yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was doing it with this girl, and I made it say kiss. And I made out with this girl. How pathetic is that? <laughs> that is pretty pathetic. Yeah. Mm. I mean, she was she was obviously down. It worked. I don't it know did what work. The problem yeah. is. Yeah. But that's pathetic, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not proud of do. that. Delete, give you credit. delete that off the uh, <laughs> off the <laughs> podcast. I don't, no, don't want to hear that. All right, what's the score? Never have a hair with Russ and Gainesville, Deborah Green. Harris 2, Joe 1. It is Harris's turn. Harris, has Russ and Gainesville ever played matchmaker? Tried to set up a couple of friends. Has Russ ever played matchmaker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Russ, you ever played matchmaker? Yeah, my friends are always asking me to fix them up with girls, but they never do the same for me. So you have, though. You have yeah, played. Yeah. All right, there you go. All right, never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. Last one. Has Russ ever stuffed his pockets with food from a buffet to take home? It's Joe's <laughs> turn, right? Has he ever taken home food from a buffet, Joe? Sure. Sure, why not? Who the hell hasn't? Russ, you ever, you ever taken food home from a buffet? Yeah, I'm sure I have. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, those yeast rolls at the Golden Corral. I, I've seen Longoria put nine of them in his in his sweatshirt. Yeah, that's all. Right. That's only you only saw nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, final score. I've never have ever. Deb Green. What is the final score? Harris three, Joe two. All right, you know what? We got prize packs for both of you guys though. So hang on the line, uh, Joe and uh, and Harris. You both won, Chuck. Both of them won. What did they win, Deborah Green? Both of them got drive-in car pass to see Blackberry Smoke at Ameris Bank Amphitheater on October 17th. Nice. Very cool. That's a very expensive prize pack, actually. All right, Russ, real, you, you had a rough day. Real quick, what's what's up with the ladies? What happened? I just I've got three women mad at me. I think they signal each other or something. So Karen's mad at me. Uh, Br- what's her name? Corrali. <laughs> And yeah, Russ needs name tags and, for these ladies. Yeah, and Tara's mad at me. Now, Shelly, I went out with today. She's okay. She's the only one not mad at me. Now, it's wh- Karen's birthday tonight. 
Oh, what? Karen is your your ride or die girl. Why did you? How was she mad at you? What happened? I don't know. She just started screaming at me this morning. I said, "What's up with you?" Not yet. Well, it, it's not really officially a birthday till tomorrow, but it's midnight. Midnight's her birthday. Okay. So. Are you going to get her a gift? Well, I'm going to take her. I'm trying to find a steakhouse that's open. Hmm. Uh, she they're likes open. that. Yeah. Take they're, they're all open. Yeah, they're plenty open, Russ. Okay. A Weston Sizzler. Western Sizzler. That's yeah, a good Ponderosa. joint. We don't have pa- this down here. Do no, we? Western no. Sizzler, though. Oh, There's Sizzler. They're around. Uh, oh, and I got kicked off Facebook. By whom? Zuckerberg? Facebook. Facebook kicked me off. Zuckerberg kicked you off, Russ? Well, whatever. The Facebook, whatever they are, they kicked me off. Yeah. fake news? Yeah, what were you doing? Were you, were you... I just, I said something about the National Guard. You know, I was in the, I was in the National Guard. I know. Thank you for your and service. I said, yeah, I said uh, the National Guard should shoot those looters or something, but they kicked me off for that. Wow. All right, Russ. Yeah. Sorry about hitting that. Well, listen, your weekend can only get better from here. Wish, uh... Your sweet girlfriend, a happy birthday from all of us at the Mark Aram Show. Okay, thanks a lot. All right, buddy. Uh, hey, I'm off on Monday for Yom Kippur, so uh, I'll be back Tuesday. Yes, right. Semites. <laughs> Thank you, President Trump. <laughs> okay. Take care, Russ. Love you, buddy. You too. Love all right, you. there you go. Russ in Gainesville. Ray joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Ray, thanks for hanging on, brother. What's going on? How are you bananas doing tonight? Excellent. It's Friday. We're almost out of here. I got a three-day weekend coming up. Longoria's off all next week. Got a 10-day weekend. 10-day weekend for Longoria. <laughs> about well i've got a halloween that stays out all year round conversation piece in my living room Ooh, on right. that fireplace mantle i've got a taxidermy bat a stuffed bat a bat how, cool. how big is it i don't know he's like hanging upside down he's probably about five inches we named him uh lugosi <laughs> where did you uh, acquire such a bat uh, they're all over on Etsy, and uh, believe it or not, my you know this this might be a rust moment, but my wife wanted one, so I got it for her anniversary for her anniversary one year, and she loved it. I uh, there I was in this uh, program when I was in Connecticut called uh, Talcott Mountain Science Academy. It was like a science academy on top of a mountain, like not a Montana mountain, but a Connecticut mountain, and it was like for talented and gifted students. I don't know how I got in there. And one of the classes was taxidermy. So they would they would have these experts come in and teach kids how to do stuff. I remember got really excited about it. I came home I'm like, Mom, I want to do taxidermy. She said no. All right, Norman Bates. That was the end of the thing. It was really interesting stuff. Um, all right, we got one segment left. We have some other fun stories to pass along to you. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, Chuck's going to close the phone, so don't bother calling. He's, he's already in weekend mode. This is the Mark Aram Show. Back after this. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of the show, but uh, don't go anywhere. Live talk continues here on 95.5 WSB. Word on the street. Shelly Winter, the handsomest man of, uh, I don't know. He's a good-looking dude, though, Debra Green. Right? No offense, Chuck. I mean, you're, you're a good-looking dude, no, too. No, I get what you're saying. I'm just seeing if Shelly's listening to He's outside. Nah. He's not listening to the show. He's in. Prep mode. All right, so there you He's go. Not I was attention. just trying to, you know. Anyway, uh, Greg joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Greg? Hey, listen here. Uh, I love your show. Boss been a listener. Um, I was produce, uh, produced the option today to have a role in a documentary for a white Republican in Atlanta. You were you were cast in a role as a white Republican in a documentary. Three o'clock tomorrow. What uh, documentaries? That's not really casting, right? They're just are they just interviewing you? What's what's going on? 
Well, I need some ammunition. Number one. Okay. I listen to you guys every day, and I know everything's going on with the world, but I don't think – I think she wants to maybe look stupid. Okay. Who's the Who's the documentarian, or who's the company that's putting it together? Well, her name is Marlene Russell. Don't know, don't know her. Okay. Uh, listen, just uh, just be honest. Okay, so you know her personally. Well, not personally. We never date or anything like that. No, no. I, <laughs> so here's here's the best okay. I can advice uh, advice I can give you, Greg. And this this holds true in, in anything in life. Um, just tell the truth, right? And if you don't know what they're asking about, s- simply say, "I don't know that." Don't try. That's the worst thing when people, uh, you know, like, "Hey, what do you think about uh, the Johnson rod?" And so it, much easier to go, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I'm not familiar with that. Tell me more about it. That's mm-hmm. the best advice I can give you. Um, I, I don't know what her intentions are, but if they ask you a question and you don't know the answer, be honest. Say, oh, I don't know about that, or tell me more about that, uh, or I need more information. That That's the best I can advice I can give, right? Yeah, and less is more. Sometimes people have a tendency to nervous talk, and they just keep talking, and that's yeah. when. Yeah, just right. be relaxed and tell the truth. That That is the best advice I can give you. Um, oh, there was one more story I want to do. Oh, fall is here. Uh, we're going to talk about food because that's what we do in the end of the show. Uh, most f- popular fall dishes, according to Grubhub. So now the weather gets colder. Our, our appetites change. Uh, clam chowder bowls are 295% more popular in the fall. You know what that is, Longoria? That's chowder in a bread bowl? I do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. So good. So good. Uh, creamy lobster Alfredo is 279% more popular in the fall. Other more popular fall dishes, uh, spaghetti and meatballs. Love spaghetti and meatballs. Chicken pot pie. It was a chicken pot pie day the other day. And uh, tantan ramen. What's tantan ramen? Is that a spicy ramen? No idea. All right. There you go. I should know the answer to that. Uh, let's do start of the show, Longoria. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Well, only one cast member came up with a brilliant Halloween idea, the $20 Walmart Halloween, and that would be Mark Aram. I'm star of the show. Um, I'm off Monday, but I'll be active social media except sundown Sunday to sundown Monday because I'll be praying for all of you sinners out there for Yom Kippur. Um, and then I'm back on Tuesday. We will continue the conversation on no, Semites. Thank you, President. Uh <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Air, Facebook Mark Air WSB. Uh, word on the street with Shelly Milani coming up next. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Brilliant. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.